0: Patriotism, faith, national unity, education, fiscal responsibility, civility, the values that define America. Fascinating stories and talks from America loving patriots dedicated to preserving freedom, opportunity, and justice. Welcome to the Friends and Fellow Citizens Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends and Fellow Citizens. I'm your host, Sherman Tyloski, and today I've got a brief episode for all of you, but I think it really encapsulates how I believe we should be moving forward together, uh, not just as a community here on Friends and Fellow Citizens, but as a nation. This week, the Senate will begin the impeachment trial for former President Trump, regarding the article impeachment uh, with regards to uh, the the insurrection on January 6th. I'm not going to really get into the inner politics and the uh, workings of the impeachment trial today because I think there's something that's much more important that we need to come together and realize and to have that full commitment. I was listening to a hearing just the other day uh, discussing specifically events on January 6th. And and there are multiple multitude of answers there. Uh, but what I thought was particularly lacking was a vision, a way to move forward. Now, I think in life, one can never imagine you know, these particular directions. You know, like Google, I call Google Map directions of life. Now, we don't need to know all the specific steps, perhaps. So, but we need to get a general idea, a general direction of where we are going. And I want to offer three things that I think we need to focus on. I believe these things are much more effective than something that I'm seeing quite often on, you know, the news or even just even some people I know personally. And and that is really just the uh, the frustration and the uh, uh, and the undirected anger towards what is truly at stake at this point. There's people who are calling each other the worst names in the dictionary just so they can try to prove a point or try to claim that there is some kind of hero. Personally, in my capacity, getting a lot of messages from people who really are saying the worst kind of things, and they just have no regard for anyone else. it's, It's all about themselves. And when ego takes over our politics, that's when we get into very dangerous territory. We can't stand for that. I, I won't stand for that. And I don't think you will. So I've got three things here to look at. And I think as we progress through these difficult times, through, through a very challenging winter, uh, through uh, obviously a very challenging pandemic, there's lots of things that we can do. Uh, but one of the things we can do, and I think it is per- particularly significant at this time, uh, is to set out... positivity. Now I know that seems cheesy. I know that it may just seem, I may just seem like an optimist, you know, glass half full kind of guy. But I really think this is how America has always functioned. If we had always stuck with the past or stuck with the present, we'd never move forward. We would never have been able to dream. Part of dreaming is envisioning the kind of future that one can have. So the first thing I think we should focus on is truly on reopening the country and expecting some kind of normality in the months ahead. I know this this might sound premature, and people will argue that it's just too soon, and I, and I agree. I agree that it's too soon to specifically say that these places will open or we can socialize at this particular time. Uh, but the problem is I think we are still stuck in this reality that COVID-19 is going to be completely expelled. It's a virus. Do you know how many viruses there are in even just one speckle speckle of dust? It, it's it's so many. It, it's so it's in the huge numbers. I'm not saying that there aren't solutions to this. What I'm saying is that in, in our society, we need to figure out not only the vaccine rollout and accelerating that to as many people as possible that we achieve that herd immunity. I can't remember the exact percentage, but essentially that's the number that we have to target for. We need to be able to coexist and not coexist because we think it's acceptable for people to catch the virus and suffer because of it. It's not that at all. But as a society, we have we have to adapt to the the upcoming challenges. If we never ever do that, we'll just keep reeling. We'll just keep suffering the same consequences. Over time, we become we become an even bigger enemy than the enemy that which we're claiming to fight against. So, I think we need to really focus on that. I I really, I'm seeing some new reports that there could be a plan for reopening schools. Um, I don't know what the details are. I don't work for the Biden administration myself, but but it's these kinds of things that need to be on our radar. And I know that the impeachment trial is happening this week, and there's other events that are happening later in the month, but that that's just, that's not where, the, where our country is going to go. I mean, it is a very, very significant event. Just don't get me wrong. And I think that there are, there are good arguments on both sides. Um, whether or not you believe in one side or the other, uh, I think it depends on a number of things. Uh, the problem is that it's not a long-term vision, and I don't understand why there's people who fixated on the impeachment trial, when in fact, we need to look a lot be- more beyond the politics. This is something, ironically, that DC is not very good at, in my view. You know, looking beyond, you know, looking f- across the forest, um, and not just looking at you know, an individual tree or a group of trees. Um, we need to do better. I think we need to be better as a people, uh, as a community, to be able to say to ourselves that we are going somewhere, that we're going to get through this, these very difficult times. So that's the first thing. But the second thing is it's a bit more specific, but I think it's so relevant, and that is we need to re- we need to think about how to reopen the U.S. Capitol safely. It seems pretty specific, right? The average person, including myself, doesn't know all the details about the security and about the state, the, state, the intelligence that's coming in right now. Um, it's it's not it's not ex- publicly accessible. But I do think that something that is right now really really kind of swept under the rug right now is the fact that there's no calls from a lot of people to reopen the capital. Again, it might seem early, and I'm not saying we, should have, we have to reopen tomorrow, we have to reopen on a particular day, uh, but we need to have those conversations. Because what I fear is that the people's house is locked away from the people. You know, it sounds like a very abstract concept, very philosophical, but I do think that the security perimeter around the Capitol should be placed there when we believe it's necessary, Over time, I think congressional leaders, law enforcement leaders, um, and all those who are in charge of protecting the Capitol, they, they should all have a say, obviously, a very, very important say. And I have utmost respect for the National Guard members who are at the Capitol right now, and of course the Capitol police officers, and all the law enforcement agencies both in the D.C. area and across the nation that have supported efforts to ensure that the Capitol is as secure as possible. But I think part of the security aspect involves allowing the American people to enter and to enjoy this amazing building and this amazing institution, an institution that embodies Congress, our legislative body, the one that is outlined in Article 1 of the Constitution. There has to be conversation about that. Some some things I would recommend, first of all, you can definitely understand what the, uh, what the events of January 6th mean, um, not just to people who were there, including myself, uh, but to uh, yourself and your fellow citizens. Talk to people about their impressions and what they believe should be done. You don't have to agree or, or disagree with them, uh, but just have conversations. Be able to talk it out. I think there's a number of people who might feel alienated, I'm not going to lie. On that there are, are going to be people on both sides out who are not are not particularly helpful moving this country forward. On the one hand, you have people who, uh, who are on the left hand side of the spectrum who are portraying the rioters and the criminals out, out there who uh, who raided the Capitol as someone and somehow mainstream, far from the truth. That's just that's just not 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 true at all. On the other, on the other side. You know, people claiming that, well, the rioters and the looters um, were all on the left-wing side of the spectrum. That's not true either. You know, there has to be some kind of way for people to have those discussions so that you eliminate these two really, really extreme views. In fact, extreme views on both sides. Um, but honest conversations have to come out of this. Um, I'm I'm a bit anxious that people might not know the events of what happened on January 6th as much as possible, but I encourage you um, to just, anytime someone brings it up, either in a conversation or on the news, just ensure that you're getting the right information. And I'm, I'm confident you will. Um, but for those others who may not feel as confident about the validity of the information you're getting, uh, be there to help them. Um, I know that I think we need to help each other out and ensure that we're we're getting the right information, but we're also having uh, a lively conversation about what needs to be done, what needs to be fixed in this country and how we move forward. You know the last thing I would say is that we need to learn how to take responsibility. I mean I, again, I know this is this this may seem simple, uh, but i'm just I'm just astounded. By how many people out there, with regards to January sixth, but for other many other things as well, where they can't even take a stand. I mean, there's there's been there have been lawmakers and there have been some others in both parties uh, who should be called out like instantaneously. And many of us know that the leadership doesn't believe in these extreme views, but these leaders refuse to condemn these particular individuals. I think the extent to which uh, people with extreme views uh should, should be um not persecuted I shouldn't say that but uh, to be punished I think is very subjective and I do think that so there's some calls that are just too extreme I think weeding out p- particular views uh should be really really constrained and not to the expense of free speech I'm seeing I'm seeing events I'm seeing people with calls to do the worst kinds of things to certain people who may have believed in believed something in the past but have learned have learned about it and have maybe realized that hey the other side they did, maybe they didn't take into account the extremist views on their end and never took any action personal responsibility i think is a two-way street it's not just society giving giving you the uh, The option to take responsibility or not, or or vice versa. If particular leaders don't take responsibility, they shouldn't be leaders at all. I really think so. I think there should be challenges to their leadership positions, and they need to be able to defend why they didn't take responsibility. But obviously, some things are a bit out of my reach, uh, but I want to put that out there for all of you because I love making episodes for all of you. Every single week, I come onto the internet, and I explain my thoughts, or I listen to others who have done extraordinary things already in in their lives. And I just want to offer just a few things that I like people to to contemplate about. Uh, But ultimately, it's going to be up to our own actions to determine how feasible these goals are going to be. And how quickly we can achieve so much more potential that we know is out there, but that it just takes time and will to be able to achieve. And with that, thank you so much for listening to my episode today, discussing how we can move forward beyond just the impeachment trial, but looking more forward throughout into 2021. Have a great rest of your day and rest of your week. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We have episodes every Monday for you. I really appreciate you joining me, and I'll see you next time.